0: could it be possible that hair loss causes prostate cancer? It's not a very simple explanation, but I'm going to make an attempt in this video. What I'm going to share with you is a simple explanation on how finasteride affects PSA levels. If you're not familiar with PSA levels, we'll get into that in just a minute. But I want to dive into some understanding around a drug called finasteride, better known as Propecia by many people. And it's a commonly used hair loss medication used by millions of men around the world. It's like a superhero when you think about it in terms of Treating the large prostate helps shrink that down, helps with enlargement issues called BPH, which affects urination in men and also is responsible in part for hair loss. Hair loss is driven by a number of things, which we'll cover in another video. But what finasteride is actually doing is blocking the conversion of a type of hormone, DHT, which is responsible not only for making the prostate larger, but also causes hair cells basically to cause miniaturization and shorter, less thicker hairs that are brittle and break easier. So that's kind of how it functions in the the hair loss realm. And by using finasteride, the drug can prevent the conversion of testosterone into DHT. So therefore, lower levels of DHT are believed to sort of protect the hair follicles, if you will. And that is what is the crux of this video and how this could relate to prostate cancer. So when doctors are checking for prostate cancer, they look for something called a PSA in the blood. It's the prostate-specific antigen. It's basically, you can think of it as like a protein that the prostate secretes into the blood, and that's what labs can measure. And it's something that's commonly done at any annual physical, just depending on the age of a patient, along with a DRE, which is a digital rectal exam, which we won't talk about that today, obviously. What we're talking about is how... This affects the PSA readings. So by knowing this, it's important for your doctor to understand that finasteride has been on board because it affects the PSA readings. It actually can make them lower than they are, which could set up the potential for missing a prostate cancer. The other theory is because it is potentially shrinking the prostate depending on the dose that it uses there's less PSA produced, so even though there could be a cancer hiding there producing higher levels of PSA, with a smaller prostate, it may produce less of it, and it can be missed in the blood work. So it's just very important to be up front with all medications being taken, including supplements. Without this knowledge, it's very difficult for a healthcare provider to make an accurate determination of a PSA level, whether it's high or normal or low. Fortunately, there are other tools in the armamentarium that can really quantify the level of PSA, MRIs, ultrasounds, biopsies, and a whole other set of tools. But what I wanted to get at today is the importance of being just forthright in sharing all medications taken and to understand that like anything in life, there are risks. All drugs have side effects including something as innocuous as Tylenol or Motrin. So, hope you found that helpful. Be safe. Be well.